Pacific time on the dot. We're on time this week. It's we have a live stream. Hello, YouTube. Hello. And hello out to yeah, you, the people who are week. listening to the audio version as well. We didn't forget you, so yes, thank you for downloading. Unlike last week where we, for, where we have some uh, technical difficulties. Technical issues. So we just together did a video. an audio version an audio. last week. But yes, welcome to the Media Boat Cod, Podcast. Codcast. Codpast. Codpast. Codpast that. That's a time-traveling fish. Codpast. It's um, a shark who live forever. Sure. Um, uh, we talk about movies. We talk about uh, television. We talk about video games. We talk about music. And sometimes we talk about time-traveling sharks. My name is Matt. His name is Mike. I'm Mike. He's Matt. I'm, I'm making sure uh, people know that we are live now. Yes. And, and I'm pulling up in our news. Because, because the first thing we talk about is movies. And more specifically, the first thing we talk about is the box office. And I don't get to say this very often, so I'm going to say this. I was right. Um, should, should, is that how you're going to um, yes. say that? Yes, I, I, was, I was correct. Were you correct or were you just taking the, <laughs> taking the, the, other, the other hand? Well, I mean, yes, but also I figured that it would it would do well, um, but not as well as everybody else thought no, it would. No, I mean, um, whatever my projections. So, number one movie in the box office this week was Kong Skull Island. Sixty-one million makes it number one. Beat all the predictions. Yep. Um, so yeah. I mean, even my put mine at forty. Sixty million bucks is, yeah. is pretty good for that movie. Yep, no one was expecting that much. So. Didn't see it though. Good for them. No. Uh, According we, to we my dad, who saw it, um, he said he didn't like it. It sucked. Yeah. Then again, my dad doesn't like a lot of things. I've heard negative things. Yes. About that thing. Um, but yeah, so that's out. Uh, what else was in our box office? This uh, we also had Logan drop yep. to number two okay. with $38 million, yep. 56% drop. But it did uh, go over $150 million so far. Well, good for it. And it's uh, second week, so good for it. It's doing well. Yes. Good, good for the last Logan run. I've been staring at box office numbers for the last 48 hours. So but that, that's for something else. I know, for something else completely. Should we face that right now? Well, we can talk about it later. Okay, just we have saying, a surprise for you guys at the end. I'm just saying in general, I'm, I've been looking at box office numbers a lot lately. Uh-huh. And so 150, yeah, that's respectable for a second weekend. Yeah. We have a surprise for you guys at the end. Yeah, so we'll stay tuned. Uh, it doesn't here. We will get there. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, what else? All right, uh, number three was Get Out. Get with Out. With 20 million. Which puts it over $110 million in its total. Which is And like, gives Jordan Peele uh, the, to become the first black writer and director with a $100 million debut. Not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. Joins the illustrious club of no one else. Yep, just him. Yep, just, just him sitting up there. And you know what? I hope he does it again. You hope, you hope he does it again? And I hope he does it again after that. And again? It, it could happen. I believe in him. So okay. does Chelsea Peretti. Maybe. <laughs> The together, their powers combined. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Um, uh, number four. So, yeah, four. get out. Still, still making money. Still doing good. Uh, number four was The Shack. This. Shack, yes. Yes, with 10 million, 38% drop. Okay. 32 uh, brings its total. Okay. And lastly, at, running out your top five, Lego Batman. Because kids' movies. Still there, yeah, it's the only one. Yep. Uh, however, at, however, this weekend. That movie just hit 150 yeah. million. Right. This weekend. Yeah, a little slower than I anticipated it was yeah. going to be. Um, I don't know what the difference is between this and Lego Movie, which is Gangbusters, in the same in the same February release. Right. 
Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not sure why. There wasn't a whole lot of things in front of it to basically yeah. take away from it. That being said, it's making some decent money overseas. Okay. Um, it's 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 still playing worldwide, not only here. So it's not done. We'll see in probably a couple weeks um, where it kind of settles. Okay. Yeah, I haven't checked the international numbers for that. Thing, it's, it's not bad. I mean, still, it's nowhere near the original Lake movie. It's right. Underperforming. Right. I didn't think it would be. And which is weird because you'd think Batman, I don't know, you'd think that there'd be two different kinds of audiences coming to this thing. But oh well. Okay. Um, so we this weekend. Yeah. Next week. Coming, we have uh, two movies coming out. Yes. The first is about a bunch of people trapped uh-huh. and struggling to get out in the Belko experiment. Okay. This is basically um, cage fighting. Got it. And then your other movie... Big Hunger Games in right. an office setting. Right. And then your other movie this week is also about a bunch of people stuck somewhere and they can't get out. Yes. Although they happen to also be talking furniture. <laughs> yes. And, and completely animated. And completely and animated. And that they're very boisterous and yes, loud. Yes, very animated. <laughs> and very yes, animated. Yes, Beauty and the Beast is out of the live action, of course. Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson. Yes. Out on Friday. Uh, we'll probably be seeing that on Thursday night. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, I, I have... I may be going to the Kings game because Got it is it. their St. Patrick's game. Well, we'll see. With Doctor. Maybe we won't see it, but we'll probably see it before the next podcast. So yes, we'll definitely see it at least this week. At weekend. least one of us will have something to talk about with Beauty and the Beast this week. Because, yeah. Um, you're, you're up in that thing? I don't know yet. I'm still... Uh, my expectations are low. Which is really? probably a good thing. That's probably well, a good You thing. know what my struggle has been with this thing? is like, I'm trying to talk myself into thinking that this needs to exist and it's very very hard for me to do that because i i really really like the original i think it's a classic and so i'm struggling to see the reason why this needs to be made because money Matt. And that's why i'm th- that's why my expectations are low however if it ends up being that great being said then fine there was no reason for the jungle book to be remade and that yes. thing made gangbusters also why i'm worried they they're putting this thing out in in, in march oh as not well, yeah, that's what they did with Jungle Book. That was out in March too. Yeah, but also I didn't see the Jungle Book. Yeah. So. Well, we saw it uh, later. Yeah, at some, uh, later, much later. But but yeah, my point is is like. By I'm, the way, Jungle Book's out on Netflix right now. Go watch it. I'm concerned that it's not as good as I want it to be. That it won't be well, as good as I want it to be. You you have hype. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You don't have hype. My, it's weird. It's like anti-hype. I guess you could say. Where it's like, I'm so worried about it not being good that I'm not excited for it. All right, so we know this thing's going to be number one then. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, clearly. Uh, that's your number one movie. All right, seeing as Kong Skull Island put, came out yeah. this weekend at 60, let's just and put drop. it at 60. Yeah. Let's put it at 60. Where do you want to go, higher or lower? You know what? I think higher. You think higher? Yeah. Higher than 60? Yeah. Where are you looking at? 70-something. The 70s? Yeah. Oh, you want to go 75? Okay. All right, we'll put it at 75. All right. All right, so you got over on 75, I got under. Yeah, that works. All right, that works. Uh, okay. That's uh, Beauty and the Beast this weekend. Go yeah. see it and help Matt win the second week in a row. Please. Or don't, or and don't. help me win. Or don't, yeah. <laughs> Matt, we know you'll see it. It's There's a lot Disney. of winners and losers coming It's freaking Disney. You'll see it. <laughs> Even if you say you're not going to see it, it it'll you'll eventually Eventually be it. on a screen in your house. Yes. And you won't be able to avoid watching it. Yep. That's how that works, right? Basically. Uh, movie news. Uh, movie news. Uh, we're start with DC. As always. Uh, we're starting here is because Logan, yes. making gangbusters over there, uh-huh. 150 uh, the second weekend, um, 
according to studio executives, they are now flirting with the idea of making more R-rated movies. Isn't this exactly what happened after Deadpool last year? Yes, but because <laughs> Deadpool and now Logan, yeah, and now they Both. saw what happened with Suicide Squad by getting it to yeah. PG-13, yeah, when they could have been kept an R. They're saying maybe they're going to maybe start making to more R-rated yeah. uh, superheroes because sure. they're going to let Marvel apparently they're going to let Marvel handle PG-13s. Yeah, because that's their bread and butter. No one's going to mess with them. Right. But R-rated, there's no R-rated movies out there for comic book styles. Mm-hmm. And DC is typically known to be a more darker version, more grittier. So we'll see uh, if that happens. Yeah, we'll see. And the first way we'll see that happening is with a possible Man of Steel 2. Cool. Um, that being said, we may have a director for Man of Steel 2. And it's also the name, the guy I want for... Yes. Batman. Right. As I mentioned last week, yes. Matthew Vaughn, Vaughn should be doing Batman, but, but the studio is not courting him to do Super uh, Man of Steel 2. He's top of the list, apparently. Yes. According uh, to sources. According to sources, they want him so bad that even if talks fall through on Man of Steel 2, they still want him for another DC movie. Right. Which makes some sense. Right. They, they want to keep him around. Right. I mean... If Matthew Vaughn and his writing team can't come up with a decent script for it, they at least still want him around to make a R-rated movie. So, are we calling it now, apologies to Wonder Woman, since it's not out yet, but are we calling it now that this will be the best DC movie? Whatever Matthew, Matthew Vaughn, Vaughn Yes, Matthew does. Vaughn's untitled DC project. <laughs> it's probably going to be, be the best, best one. DC movie. Whatever it ends up yes. being. Well, again, apologies to Wonder Woman, I have not seen it because it's not out. Right. But, who knows? <laughs> But hey, it's um, it's right where I wanted. Anything could happen. Yep, it's, it's my wish list right there. Matthew Vaughn, DC, make it happen. All right. Uh, oh, let's talk about Beauty of the Beast real quick, as it is coming up this weekend, and uh, we need to actually issue a warning. Warning for people going to see Beauty of the Beast this weekend. Okay. As it does contain a gay scene. <laughs> yes, a warning. Yes. Well, well, I have to say this because in Malaysia, you won't be able to see this as they have officially banned the showing of Beauty and the Beast in its theaters. Hmm. Uh, this is in direct relation to the character LeFou, uh, Gaston's sidekick, and played by former snowman Josh, Josh Gad. Right. Uh, as he will make references to his affection for Gaston in the film, and later he dances with a man at a ball. Sure. I mean, sure. I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense that people character. will see well, no. that as a... No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I mean, character-wise, yes. it makes sense for them to do that. Yeah, that's a disappointing reaction, for sure. Right. It's, come on, guys. Come on. It's 2017. Well, yes, but... Poo-poo on Malaysia for doing this, but yeah. good on Disney for yeah, sticking with it. Yeah, that, for because that, that's cool. That's a cool little thing. Um, yeah, it makes sense for the character. From the Apparently, Disney is <laughs> keeping this in because it actually pays an homage to uh, the, one of the original writers, Howard Ashman. Yes. Of the original film. As he Indeed. was, in fact, yes. gay. Right. 
Uh, he did uh, unfortunately die of AIDS. Right. But Disney has decided not to cut these scenes, uh, forced international releases. And I say good for them for sticking to their guns. Uh, are you back now? Yes. Are you done with your phone? Yes. Okay. I think it's actually. Alright. Because <laughs> these, these next two ones are right up your alley. I have an alley. Yes. Specifically La La Land. Okay. And Damien Chazelle. As La La Land will get a digital release on April 11th and Blu-ray April 25th. Cool. I will be buying that. Then we have Damien Chazelle and his next couple of movies. Okay. So, first off, his next project as a director is the Neil Armstrong moon landing pick First Man. Mm -hmm. With Ryan Gosling set to star as the title role of Neil Armstrong. Because, of course... Uh, this will be for Universal, mm-hmm. coming out next year on October 12th, 2018. Hmm. Now, as for the one after that, this is where things get interesting, because he's signed on, or at least he actually has production now, for his mi- next uh, mystery thriller script, titled The Claim. It's being optioned by Oceanside Media and produced by Ro- Route One Entertainment who is also producing Colossal, the upcoming Anne Hathaway monster movie. Right. So, uh, the claim centers on a single father with a criminal background who must uncover the whereabouts of his kidnapped daughter while finding the mysterious claims of another couple who insists the child is theirs. Okay. So, think changeling <laughs> meets prisoners. Got it. The claim. Yes. It's a good name. Uh, funny enough, this script... Made the Blacklist way back in oh. 2010. Cool. For those of you that know, don't know, Blacklist is a TV show on NBC that <laughs> has nothing to do with no, what I'm talking no, about. No, no, no. The, the, no. Screen, the screenplay from yes, Blacklist. Yes, yes. It's a good thing, unlike a lot of Blacklists. Yes. Usually Blacklist. <laughs> when you get Blacklisted, it means bad yeah. thing. Except for case, screenwriters. It's a good thing. Yes. Yes. As when you get Blacklisted as a... When your script gets Blacklisted, yeah. it means that for some reason... Or another, they couldn't get production on it that year, but it was still such a good script that everyone agrees. Yeah, it's basically hot scripts. Yes, hot scripts get them all they're hot. Yep. And so they, they just haven't been made yet. Right. Hot scripts that need need of home. Yep. So seven years later, it's like the pound scripts. They need, they need a home. Yeah. Come, somebody come. come look at these, look the at these old scripts that, that yeah. need a home. Well, they're so raggly, <laughs> and the, the brads are coming <laughs> out. They need, they need but, but, but some tender love and but care. But at least they're potty and trained. Director. And they're good with kids. They are. They're great. They're great with kids. Well, some of them aren't. Some well, of yes. them most are the R-rated scripts. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> some of them are for adults only. Yes, turns out. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, that's all I have for uh, TV. Or you mean or for movies? movies. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, television. Television. Uh, and as we I noted uh, two weeks ago, it was officially upon us. The yes. mania that is the third month. You've contracted of, of, it. Of, bas- of basketball of the Are you saying unpaid interns. You've contracted it. I've contracted it. You've contracted March Madness. We can't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it, it's like the big game. We can't say it. You mean the Super Bowl? I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about free speech in our country. No, we, we're not... There's okay. cameras in our microwave. No you one can't is, say it. No one is paying for us, paying us for this podcast. Okay. So we can totally 
we can say the things. We don't have express written consent of the MCAA. Whatever. Whatever. They don't pay their athletes either. Um, (laughs) March Madness is upon us. In fact, we have a basketball game right in front of us right now. Right. Although this is not a part of the tournament. This is actually a national invite tournament. Well, whatever. Which is for every team that did make it. I didn't say we had March Madness. Madness. I said we had a basketball team. Yes. That is a true statement. We have a basketball game playing. Yes. But yes, March Madness. so So yes, everybody is talking about basketball for the period of time in the year that people talk about basketball. Yep. For the next three weeks, you'll hear nothing about <laughs> wannabe yeah. NBA stars. And then after this, nothing. Yes. <laughs> then no one, then everybody will go back to not caring about about college basketball. Until the draft. Yeah. Until they start saying, and then, look how well this person did. And then it's not even everybody. It's only like a, a portion, a percentage right. of people. Right. It's unlike the NFL draft. Right no. No. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So if you like basketball, there's a lot of basketball yep. to watch right now. And if you like betting, there's a bunch of brackets to be this made. This is true. There are brackets this is upon betting brackets. Season. You could make a bracket of the best brackets that you found. I, I, I like the ones at IKEA that don't leave any marks. Well, those brackets are pretty good. Yeah, it's a bracket bracket. Yes. I uh, I once um, read a, a few years ago back now an IPA bracket. Oh yeah, she told me about this. They introduced <laughs> me to the rating beer. Um, IPAs, uh, and that's what introduced me to the Firestone Union Jack, which they ranked number one. It was pretty good. Right. Still my go-to. Well, we will, we'll do our own bracket, but we'll talk about <laughs> we'll that talk about later. We'll talk about that later. So, but yeah, 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 we're going to do a bracket on. of some sort. So yeah, there's basketball. Watch yep. that if you like basketball. Yep. I shouldn't have to tell you that. Because you like basketball. Because <laughs> you probably already are. Although, if you listen to us, you probably not. You probably <laughs> don't like basketball. You're or if probably you do, on basketball. you're probably like, eh, it's all right. It's okay. You'll watch some tournaments and games. That smells okay. Yeah. I don't hate that. Tie. All right, so actual TV news. We got a release date for Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, season 7. All right. And it will be, after a long-awaited time of melting ice... Uh-huh. Uh, actually, this is, this, is, this is streamed live on Facebook. The ice melted to reveal the date. However, okay. the stream actually cut out Oops. due to inactivity because the ice took so long to melt. I would, I would do it. Um, but uh, for those of you who do not want to watch Melting Ice, ice <laughs> or paint dry, uh, <laughs> July 16th will be the date of you can go back to the Westeros yep. and finally sit on the Iron Throne. So summer. That makes sense. They said it was going to be later. It's summer. It's actually later in the summer than yeah. what people are going to be used to. But sure. But it's only going to be seven episodes. Yeah. We knew this already. What we didn't know okay. was this next piece of news. All right. Is that season eight will no longer be eight episodes. Okay. But be cut down to six. Wow. Yeah. Which means we're left with thirteen episodes of Game of Thrones. So countdown. So. People. Yep. However. This could be leading into something I'm going to float an idea. Because each episode is an hour long, the reason they're not going to do the last two episodes is they're, going to, they're not going to do it into a tease, into an actual episode, but rather a Game of Thrones movie. But at a movie? Yes. As a big finale? As a big finale. Because they're probably going to spend a lot of money on that thing anyways. Right. They're going to spend a lot of the finale anyways. Yeah. Instead of having two different episodes for two hours, turn it into a movie... Yeah. For two and a half hours. That would be smart. That would be a real smart idea. Is just blow it all out. Yep. Put it out in theaters. That's a good idea. Will they do it? 
We don't know. This is just me speculating about why they would cut. Because if that was going to happen, I feel like this is about the time we'd be starting to hear about it. Right. So we'll see soon. Well, we're hearing now that they're cutting episodes. But the only reason you would do that is either you're running out of source material, which they are, or you're going to gear up for a big bang. Or for some other reason that we don't know. Right. There could be anything. Could be contractual obligations. We don't know. No one knows. I, I would just like to see that happen in a No one HBO knows except for probably Peter Dinklage. <laughs> no, WB Dwight. <laughs> Somebody knows. W D Weiss? Yes. Something like that. Yes, I said Dubai. Hey. Alright. Next. Next up. We have SpongeBob. Yes. News. Okay. As creator Steven Hilbert yeah, this was depressing. Uh, reveals that he has been diagnosed with ALS. Yeah, not oh, great. AKA Lou's Gehrig's disease. Right. Meaning he's gonna quit animation and go play baseball. No. No. That's not that means. That's not not, not Lou Gehrig? Not that Lou Gehrig? No. Well yes. Yes, it is that Yes, Lou that Lou Gehrig, but not that. Well not that disease. No though, this uh, ALS is actually a very serious disease. Yeah. Uh, detrimental to brain and yeah. functions. And, um, oh no, no, Michael my, my J. Fox has Parkinson's. Right, yes. Right, the other terrible one. Right. Um, yeah, so this is very sad news. Um, this doesn't mean go support SpongeBob, it just means keep uh, the creator, Steven Hellberg, in, yeah, your, yeah. in your thoughts and mind. That's depressing. Um, moving to more happier news. Okay. Master of None. Yep. Oh, no, yep. I'm sorry, that's different rules, but no, we are, so we're going to do Bachelor of Game second season. Yeah. We have a date for second season. Yep. That's May 12th. Yep. So, set your Netflixes. Netflixes. To, to, to record Master of None season two. Yes, that's how Netflix works. <laughs> <laughs> season two on May 12th. Yes. All right. Oh, and um, for those of you who know of what Twitch is. Yeah. We have some exciting news for those of you who are also fans of 90s action. Well, yeah. If, if they are, they probably already know this. Yes. And that is that Twitch is currently streaming all episodes of Power Rangers. That's right. All 23 seasons of Power Rangers. They started yesterday. <laughs> that is altogether too many episodes of Power Rangers. We started watching it. Well, you did. And, well, I did. <laughs> and as... I do. I started seeing patterns of flaws. Yeah. With uh, nostalgia stuff. It's not meant for that. It's not Turns meant out. for yes. Turns out it's it's meant for kids. Turns <laughs> out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is of course leading up to and passing the upcoming ooh, Power ooh. Rangers movie. Yes. Which is on March twenty fourth. Is that right? Twenty fourth. Yeah. I think Sounds that's right. right. Yeah. Is that all you had for movie news? TV news? No, oh, sorry, yeah, TV news? I won't last say for TV news, okay. but it has nothing to do with what you think it is. No, I have something to add. All right, go ahead and add uh, it. When we're talk- since we're talking about Netflix, uh, or we were just moments, moments ago talking about Netflix, I want to add something I found out today. As of this morning, um, 20 episodes of the classic uh, series Mystery Science Theater 3000 were added to Netflix in anticipation of the new season. Of Mystery Science Theater, which will be launching on Netflix next yes. month in April. Right, I saw this news. So 20, really... 20 classics. Right, I think these classics were actually voted on by fans. Yes, so if you're a fan of the show, and I know I am, uh, they'll, they're on Netflix now, so you don't have to watch YouTube anymore. Right, so does that mean <laughs> that um, it's coming out soon? April, next month. April. Next month will be the new season. That will be with, of course, 
the the new star Jonah Ray and, and the Patton new Oswald. and surprise Patton Oswald surprise as one Patton of the Oswald. and Felicia Day as yes. the mad scientists. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. A total crapload. I'm really excited for that thing. But yeah, when I found out about that they were putting 20 of the older episodes on, I texted my dad this morning, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, now I know because he's a big fan." Yes. Um, and I was like, "Yep." Yeah, he he told me he's like, "Well, now I know what, uh, what to do when I'm watching the grandkid on Saturday." <laughs> he gets to watch my niece. I guess so. Hey, start her young. Start her That's when my dad started me. <laughs> that that show is a year older than I am, so I it's been around since I've been born. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited to whenever I get some time to myself again to watch some of those. <laughs> see. Well, speaking of Netflix. Yes. Um got some last, some final bit of not necessarily news but more speculation okay uh, Netflix will begin experimenting with choose your own adventure stories alright uh, where uh, a particular show would have multiple endings and you actually make the decisions of what you want to watch and you make from. the call uh, multiple conflicting uh, story threads sure so it's life is strange yes <laughs> I feel strange with that time traveling. <laughs> Although didn't they, they didn't they say that it's was going to be a dawn. thing? <laughs> it's until dawn, the TV show. Yeah, there we go. Until dawn, the TV show. Yeah, that could be exciting. Um, I like that concept. Right. The reason this sounds a little bit familiar to you uh-huh. is because Ken Levine, right, Bioshock, yes. is also working on an interactive film kind of thing yes. based on the Twilight Zone TV series. So this could be on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> Not only that. Yeah. But HBO and Steven Soderbergh's upcoming um, movie, I guess you would call it, mm-hmm. starring Sharon Stone, is called Mosaic. And uh-huh. is said to feature multiple narratives and audience participation. Okay. Which will be reportedly released later this year. Okay. If not later this year, early like January. Okay, so here's my, here's my question. Kind of a... Here's a possible answer. Uh, well, we'll see if you have an answer for this. I may not, but... This is another one of those head-scratchers like the Lion King animated film thing. <laughs> are these things movies or are they video games? They're... There's their stories. No, that's not what I asked. I don't think... Uh, video games... For years, we've defined video games as you interact with it, thus it's a video game. Right. Right? Because whenever somebody complains, it's like, oh, well, Gone Home isn't in a video game. Well, yes, it is. You interact with it. Right. It's telling you a story and you interact with it, so it's a video game. So by that logic, aren't these video games? Isn't, pray tell, Dragon's Lair a video game? The reason I'm, I'm hesitating really <laughs> tough here is because, yes, technically any, t- any type of media is considered video. Yeah. Especially on the screen. And it, this is something you interact with. Right. Which technically makes it a, a game. Video, yes, it's a game because you can choose. So it, where is the line now <laughs> on what is a video game and what is not a video game? Because, because like I said, Dragon's Lair is the perfect example of this. It was in arcades. Yes. All you could do, however, was decide between two options. One correct and one incorrect. And that was the gameplay of the game. Different things would happen depending on what you chose. That's what this is. Does that make this a video game? Um, 
I don't know if you call this a new media though. Is it though? Because it's a the storytelling device. <laughs> I guess yes. It so do we have to? Is, so maybe the solution here is we have to alter our definition of video game then. Right. Is a video game then something that's made for a video game console or a computer? You, it's not necessarily for a television. Maybe that's what you do. I, I well, don't know. Well, because there are even video <laughs> games that involve interactive yeah. uh, people with multiple storytelling. Right. Um, though there was one I know of that was on Steam for a while. I forget what it was called. But it was, uh, it was a, you were basically playing the part mm-hmm. of a detective. Right. Going around and interviewing people. Yes. I know what you're talking about. And I forget the name of that. Thing. Yes. I want to look uh, it up. But you know what I'm talking about, Giant right? Bomb played a bunch of it. Yes. And they did a bunch I of videos of it. And I don't remember what it was called. I just remember the really bad acting. But yeah, so there's a precedent for this already. So yeah, I, I, I think that they, this is a weird kind of line. I mean, to a certain extent, it doesn't matter. Really, it's just an interesting conversation. That's why I brought it up. Oh, I know, yeah. Ultimately, though, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It'll be a fun thing to do. Um, and I think there's a lot of opportunity there. I mean, I really like interactive fiction, like Twine Games. So, like, that in a visual form is actually really cool. And I'm, I'm happy to hear that they're doing it. All right. I, I think this is going to be very interesting. I mean, I, you can see this doing, I mean, tip, would uh, game shows yeah. be interactive technically then? So, which brings up, Microsoft did this um, seven years ago. Remember the one versus one hundred? Yes. Thing they did. Yes, you could play. It was a online. game show. You could play online. It was great. Yes. It was great. It became like an appointment thing for my friends. That's like uh, NBC. Did be like, that, oh, it's on right now. And NBC did on. that last year with the, the, that hourglass thing, the, yeah. the million to win. It's a good idea. With Ryan Seacrest. It's a really good idea, and they should do that more. Um, because yeah, I like interactive game shows stuff, like where you can actually have the chance of winning real prizes and stuff. It's real cool stuff. Oh, yeah, while you're looking for that, we should move on. Right. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna find it real, real quick here because it's super. That thing is called Civilization. No, <laughs> it is the name of a video game. That's not what we're looking for. Oh, No Man's Contradiction. Yeah, that's, that's what it, it was. That's it. Yes, contradiction because you yeah. go around as a detective and find yeah. contradictions in yeah. people's statements. It's ruled out. And you have to point point out the contradictions. And yeah. So yeah, it's that. It's yep. basically contradiction. Yep. Okay, let's move on. All right, uh, that's all I have for PB. Uh, okay, so cancellations and renewals. Renewals. We have Riverdale on the CW, the Archie comics. Comics. TV I was show. Say bunker, and I was just saying Archie Griffin. Bunkers. No, those are two very different things. I know. That's why I stopped <laughs> myself. <laughs> Archie on the CW. Yes. Um, get a second. We'll we'll get a second season. Okay. Uh, it's currently in the middle of its first one right now. So congratulations. Cool. It didn't suck. Yeah, people seem to be okay with it. Yeah. I haven't heard negative things, so. Uh, also getting a second season is Taboo over at FX. However, Taboo. it'll only be eight episodes. Okay. Uh, third seasons include those of Billions. Billions. On Showtime. And Baskets on FX. That's right. crazy Zach Galifianakis show. Correct. About clowns. Yes. Something. He's a, he is a clown. Yes. I think. He is a clown. In France? No, no. I think he. I think it's just because clowns and mines. It's it's French. I thought he's in France. I don't know if he's. In I have France. no idea. I've never seen an episode of that show. Right. I can pretend I have. 
All, all, from what I can figure out is that Jack that Galifianakis is an is, actual clown, yeah, yes. but he interacts with a bunch of clowns right. in in the everyday life. Sure, he is the least clownish of them. Right, even, even though he is an actual clown. Yes, even though he is an actual right. clown. I think that is the premise That's of that show. That's probably the premise of that show. I have never seen it though, so I can't tell you. All right, let's okay. guessing of it. Yes. Um, Mercy. Oh, moving on to other stuff. Mercy Street. Yep. Cancelled on PBS after two seasons. It's done. Uh, not cancelled though is Shit's Creek. It's a fourth season on Pop. Yes, that's S C H I T T S. And the one hundred, not one verse one hundred. <laughs> yes, but the one the one hundred on CW. Yep. Come gets on. renewed. Come back for a fifth season. That's yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That show's been on for a little bit. Uh, Mr. Robot. It's a third. It's third season upcoming, okay. however, pushed back to October. Okay. On USA, so for those of you looking for the upcoming Mr. Robot, wait till October. Yep. Uh, Big uh, Big Hero Six. The series. The series gets a second season ahead of its fall already. debut. Cool. Already. Uh, Legion gets a second season on FX. Okay. It's the moment. So the first one right now. Sure. And a series of unfortunate f- events. Yep. Gets, gets a second season on Netflix. Which we knew was going to happen because they had already said that that was going to be the case. Right. This is just confirmation. Right. This is confirmation, and then there are groans all across the internet. Ow. That thing's fine. It's fine. It's not what people want, but it's fine. I think, I think people don't know what they want. Yes. <laughs> I think the answer to that thing. I think that thing is, the thing is kind of charming in a weird way. It's its own unique yeah. thing. And people don't want to give it the, the time of day or credit for it, but... Well, people it's are done. Thing. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving on, uh, we have. Well, I don't know if this should be considered renewed or dead, hmm. uh, but there will be a Big Bang Theory spinoff that has been ordered for next <sighs> season. Okay. What is it? Running title right now is Young Sheldon. Okay. Is it about a young Sheldon? Actually, no, it's about how... Uh, yes, Sheldon. <laughs> yes? Yes. It, it basically, <laughs> it's about uh, Sheldon growing up in Texas. You almost you almost tried to trick me. And I'm like, no, no, that's totally what it is. Yes. It's, yes. So it's him as an adolescent. Yeah, basically, I think it would be him growing up in Texas. Sure. Uh, with his over-religious mom. Sure, okay. His parents trying yeah. to be super smart. Yeah, there's something there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I guess that can exist. However, do we want to take bets on how many seasons this thing will have? Zero. No. I'm saying we deal with. think it's not going. They're not going to make that thing. Two episodes. In a world where Joey existed and existed for two seasons. Oh shit! I forgot. <laughs> you might be wrong. I might be we'll wrong see. there. I'm get. I would guess one. One. Even uh, CBS is not immune to bad spinoffs. Kevin Kidwight is still a thing. So, yes. Yes. All right. Once, one, I give it one season. A season? A season. Uh, All right. Young Sheldon? Young Sheldon? Young Sheldon? No. Young Sheldon? Nope. Nope. No, 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 no young doesn't, Sheldon. Doesn't work. No. Too many syllables. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Uh, people who uh, actually died. Right. Uh, we have Jody Sledge, age 60, singer of Sister Sledge. Um, yes. And... Jack H. Harris, age okay. 98, film producer of 
the Blob, 4D Man, and Equinox. Okay. All right. All right. Vidya Games. Vidya Games. And we're going to start off with some uh, Switch news. Uh, of course. It's well, the, it's not the new hotness. news, but it is the new hotness. And we actually have some uh, confirmation on numbers. Yep. Of sorts. Of sorts. So, according to some guesstimations, based on not only things that are sold, a.k.a. Zelda, but other uh, sources, that um, the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, has sold 1.5 million units worldwide in its first week alone. It's not bad. This actually puts it on pace with both the PS4 and Xbox One on yeah. upon their releases. Yeah. It's funny reading these numbers and i remember thinking this after those launches too right is how people after the ps3 came out the years after that and how long that generation took Mm -hmm. everybody was saying like oh consoles are done nobody's gonna buy a console anymore everybody's gonna play on pcs everything's gonna be streaming no one cares about consoles and then this is the third one in a row that have done (laughs) so well turns out people like buying consoles i don't know what happened but everything changed again and now people really like video game consoles again i don't know what it was it's because consoles are considered more reliable or here's an alternate theory do we blame netflix because Because you need netflix to set top boxes have become such a huge industry on its own right right video game consoles are cool because if you're gonna spend the money for a set top box that can run your netflix and everything else why not pony up an extra hundred dollars play some video games on it you know that was actually my sales pitch when i worked at best buy when people (laughs) trying to buy blu-ray devices Mm -hmm. or ps3 yeah i said you know for a hundred bucks more yeah you get a gaming system out of it right so, and, and yeah, and, and so it's good sell a way to sell it to families too. It's like, well, if you're gonna have this thing. Your kids probably might like some video games too. So this is two two birds with one stone. Yep. You can say it's a birthday present for them, and really, it's, it's a for the whole family. You, you have yes. media now, and it's yeah. I think that and now it's become uh, partly for us like and then like Netflix machine mm-hmm. or an Amazon device or Hulu streaming. It's a way to Trojan horse into families' homes, and yep. I think it's done that in a lot of cases. I, are you saying that it saved the console? I don't think it saved it. I think if that was just, if that was the only reason, I think that the numbers would be way lower. It's some sort of combination of people legitimately liking video game consoles and also needing a set-top box. I think it's also, uh, I want to throw this in there too, <laughs> that games are actually getting good again. Oh yeah, that's also true. Video yes. games keep getting better. Yes. Uh, I, not not yeah. just graphic-wise, but yeah. storytelling-wise. Yes, and, there keeps, and the variety of video games yes. is getting better and better. And there's so it's many no longer. We're no longer in that in that mudging of the late two thousands, yeah. where everything was becoming a shooter. Yeah, and I mean, also, also, I think you have like just in general, the 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 idea of playing video games is not so much of a of a. I don't know a stereotypical thing than it was twenty years ago. Yeah, um, it, I mean that goes as a whole with with culture formerly known as geek culture, which I don't think you even call it that no. anymore, has now become very mainstream. Yes. You know, superhero movies are the top of the box office routinely. And I, the video games have been normalized to the right. point where I everybody saw, plays a freaking video game on their phone every day. I saw in LA that there was a pop-up Mario bar. Yeah. Mario theme bar that did like yes. Game Busters over the because weekend. Because Mario is no longer a video game character. Mario right. is now a pop culture It's character. an icon. People know Mario. 
They don't Barbara care. Barbara appeared at the Olympics and people knew yes. who the hell he was. Yes, and, and I bet we'll see that again in the 2020 Olympics yes. so much that we're going to get sick of it. Yep. Sick of Mario. But yeah. But, but don't be because Mario Odyssey is coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Yes, I will Back never be Switch. sick of Mario with that thing coming out. That's going to be awesome. Anyway, sorry. Yes, let's run, run, run around back around to yes. the story here. Yes, uh, running, running all the way back around. Super here. Mario running yes. to the story. Uh, <laughs> in North America alone, 500,000 units have been sold in its first week. This Not is bad. the hot item to get, to get out. Um, yeah, you probably still can't find one. Yep. So uh, probably yeah. Pre-ordered. Congratulations. Good, good job, because you're the only people who got it. Yep. For it's those of you luck. selling on eBay this thing, <laughs> big uh, also, finger to you guys. F you, and also good job. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope you enjoy, I hope you wipe your tears with your profit. Yes. Someone who, and this is speaking <laughs> as someone who knew, who knew somebody in 2006 that bought, wait for it, six PS3s to resell. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Yep. Anyway. I don't remember him doing that. And, and basically, they had to write off three of them. Yep. <laughs> he overbought. Yeah. Over, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> let's compare this to the Wii, mm-hmm. uh, which did $3.9 million in its first quarter. It's actually on pace for it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it does better. Right. It, Wii, was a, Wii was a growth thing. It wasn't... In, it was immediately pretty popular, but... The time where it started selling like We did two like million in its first month. Yeah, it the switch already has one point five million yeah. in its first week. I mean, yeah, this is going to be a big deal for a while. I don't know when it's going to decline. I'm hoping that they start putting out games for the thing because That's they don't the do about, that. that. I think Nintendo's plan is to put out a triple A AAA game monthly to get people to come back to it. Well, they're not doing it yet. There's so nothing out next month. That's next month. But between that and Mario, what else do they got? They have uh, the updated Mario Kart. Okay. Remakes, Remake. I guess, is the answer to that yes. question. Then. Yes. Well, we'll see. I'm hoping that uh, E3 is becoming out party for them. I hope they talk about a lot of games. Because if they don't, then I don't know who the thing is for. Speaking of E3, yes, uh, there was actually a... Uh, Facebook Live event done with well, Sorry, they're never at E3. I mean, whatever event they have the to Nintendo coincide Treehouse. with E3. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Facebook Live event with uh, Reggie this past yes. weekend to coincide with the success of the Switch. Right. And someone flat out qu- uh, asked the question, Yeah. are you going to be cr- moving more of your mainstay titles over? Yeah. Including, as has someone noted, uh, Amiibos for... for um, Smash Brothers. Right, because Smash Brothers being the one thing they haven't talked about yet since the announcement. Yes. Reggie could not confirm or deny it, but said, just wait. Yeah. That's going to... That has to be. That has to be your That has to be the big push, the next big push. Yes. Because they said that there was going to be some sort of Super Smash Brothers thing. It's going to be around E3 when they announce that thing. There has to be... If it's even just a port with some new features, they still have to do it. Uh, it's got to be more than a port, though, right, at this point? Does it, though? Was there one for the Wii U, or was that Wii U just a port? That was the Wii U one. That was, that was a new one. That was the new one? There's been the Nintendo 64 one, the GameCube one, the Wii one, and the Wii U. They've done one per console. Right. And it's always been at the beginning of each console. No. The Wii one, Brawl, was delayed several times. Okay. It did not make, it did not make launch. It hit in 2008. 
which is two years, years after launch. Three years. Two, oh, five. Two. Two. Oh, six. Uh, November 06 uh, for the Wii. Then the, the Wii U one wasn't at launch either. It was a few months later. Okay. The only time that it's hit with launch of a console was GameCube, and that was a month after, in December 2001. Well, this still wouldn't hit at launch, but I think it will yeah. be within the first year, though. Well, we'll see. <coughs> I, 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 my, my, the one reason why I'm hesitant is about it being a new game is because of how long those things take to make. Right. And I feel like, maybe it's just my frame of reference, but I feel like we just got the Wii U one. Uh, no, what we just got was uh, Pokin, Pokin Tournament. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still. I don't know. It seems too soon. I know it probably isn't, but it seems it too soon. New, new console, new, new, new players. <laughs> sure. Alright. Plus, you take this thing anywhere. It's portable. Yeah. It's, it's built for it. Yeah, I guess so. Alright. All right. Let's move on from Nintendo. Yeah. And let's talk about Modern Warfare here. Okay. The people are pissed on that thing. Sure. Uh, more than they are right now. So, uh, modern, specifically Modern Warfare Remastered. Yeah, that thing. You know, the thing that costs $20 in addition <laughs> to, bar, to yeah. Infinite Warfare? The thing you bought Infinite Warfare to play. Yes. <laughs> yes. That thing. So, it's, it has an upcoming DLC. Yeah. Which is strange. <laughs> is it, though? Um, it's basically more of a money grab than it yeah, should be. Yeah, they know where their audience is, turns mm-hmm. out. And it's not playing Infinite Warfare. Right. It's, it's Modern Warfare Remastered. Yes. So their coming DLC will be sold for $15 coming up uh, the next couple months. This is more than what it cost when the, than this DLC first came out back in 2008. Damn. Which was $10, $9.99. Okay. Is it 20 Huh? Or sorry, 15 15 Okay. So back in 2008, it was $10 for the first expansion. This time around, it's fifteen dollars. I'm surprised anybody remembers that. <laughs> they will remember. Uh, not only that, but uh, this uh, upcoming DLC was not part of the fifty dollars season pass that was purchased <laughs> uh, when you bought the game, because that applies only to Infinite Warfare. Right. This is a not, completely separate thing. This is a thing. completely separate thing. <laughs> uh, moreover, usually when uh, companies do collections or remasters or legacy games it usually comes with all the DLC already on it yeah you basically have to rebuy the DLC that you bought 10 years ago Ugh. for it even more for more than what it cost yeah that's frustrating yeah so the point of that story is just that um, <laughs> if you're still playing uh, Modern Warfare, which a bunch of people still are, mm-hmm. prepare to cough up fifteen more dollars uh, to, to expand your gameplay. Yep, I guess so. Yeah, that sucks. Sucks. <laughs> okay. Want what sucks even more? What? Kirby. Well, no, John Carmack. <laughs> oh, this thing. Yes. Wait, what's the thing you think I'm talking about? Oh, uh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Okay, about uh, Doom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so John Kenmack, creator of Doom, yes, is suing Zenimax. Yes. Saying that he still owe him money, specifically $22.5 million, since they bought his company, yeah. ID Software. It. It? Yes. Is it it? They're, or is it they're, ID? They're it. Is it it or ID? It's it. 
I've seen people say ID. It's, I've it's seen always say been id. id. It always will be id because it's like id and ego, like the id, like right. the, the Freudian concept of the id. Right, it's the ego, which is why id. people don't say id. id; they say ID. Id. No one says that. Okay. No one says ID. I say in ID. This, in, in referring to this, this is the id. All right, so in <laughs> company id software. Id software. Yeah. So uh, way back when, uh, Zenimax bought bought out id software hmm. for 150 million dollars. Of which, John Carmack, being the majority um, shareholder at the time, yeah. was promised $45 million. They converted half of that into Zenimax stock, which is where the 22 and a half come from. However, Zenimax never converted that stock. Yeah. And now, they're refusing to even uh, pay him his stock. And saying that he violated his contract with the Oculus Rift lawsuit. Damn. And that because that happened, because they had to go through that lawsuit, mm-hmm. they're saying you violated your contract. We no longer have to pay you. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, I guess. He admitted it himself that he had broken that contract. Ah. The lawsuit found Oculus Rift not yes. guilty of for stealing trade secrets. Right. But. There's also no claims of a breach of contract against John Carmack directly. Directly, that's correct. Yes. But also, there's quotes that are pretty, pretty damning, where he said on right. the stand that he did stuff that he shouldn't have. But if they sue him for that, that's double jeopardy, which you can't do. <laughs> okay. And that's self-perjury, which you can't do also. Well, sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> So now Zenimax is in this weird. Zenimax and John Carmack are in this weird little triangle of <laughs> you owed me money way back when. Yeah. You should have paid up then. Turns out you never paid me at all, <laughs> and now you're refusing it because of this thing that happened seven years later. Yep. It's complex. Yeah. So, twenty million is, is a lot of money. <laughs> yes, needless to say. Needless to say, so. Uh, barring a quote from uh, the social network, <laughs> lawyer up, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Because he's coming for you. <laughs> and lastly, in video game news, Mass Effect Andromeda releasing on March 21st. <laughs> or if you're part of EA Access yep. Origins right. thing, you'll get five days early, which means Thursday. So, so yeah, yeah, so those of you who are paying EA five bucks a month, you'll get yep. that game. Which is strange oh. because there's still a lock, uh, sorry, not a lockdown, but a bar <laughs> on all reviews on the Mass Effect Andromeda. An embargo. Yes. Yes. So, people, uh, and uh, with the upcoming EA Access Origins, you'll get 10 hours of free gameplay. So assuming you can beat the game in 10 hours... What? Which is unlikely since it's a Mass Effect game. Right. It's probably three times that long. You would think. Well, well people might just do story quests yeah, only. Yeah, mainline and it. Mainline Even it. then, it can't be ten hours. Right. But yeah. So you may have people beating the game before the game reviews actually yeah. get, get released. Potentially, but probably not. Yes. But also, this means that if you care at all about the spoilers of that story, do not go on the certain parts of the internet after Thursday, because there will be people, I'm sure, that will be more than happy to tell you everything that happens in the beginning and middle of that game. Apparently, you shouldn't even be going on it right now. Yeah. As the trophy list 
has been uh, released. As always, there and are leaks. And there yeah. are leaks and there are spoilers in those trophy names. So yeah, just be smart. Look for spoilers. Uh, or don't look for spoilers, I guess, is what I should be saying. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, just keep, keep, keep your eyes out. Yep. And lastly, bit of video, well, video game news. <laughs> well, well, this little tidbit here. Um, okay. uh, for those, of, this revolves for anybody uh, with Steam access and purchasing Steam games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have found a way to, to possibly crack down on negative reviews, and that is, you have to uh, for anything that is paid for, you actually have to buy the game and play it before you can review it. Okay. So no longer this will be cracking down on people just. Writing up negative reviews because they either hate the company or because the company did some kind of litigation that you would have to pay for it, pay the game, and actually play it before you can leave a review, which is smart. Yeah. Um, yeah, There's. I mean, there's no way to really know. But right. Still. But at least the company's say. getting money for people paying. Yeah. For it's it. a neat idea. Right. Uh, however, that being said, there is still a bunch of free games on there. People can write reviews and show whatever they want on that. It's true. <laughs> Speaking of uh, writing reviews, yeah, we have Billboard. Well, that's not what that is. Uh, <laughs> Billboard this week, not a whole lot changing the singles. You're number oh, wait, one. We, wait, uh, before we do that, okay. Uh, we beat uh, I, or, sorry, I beat Zero Dawn Horizon. Yeah, but we already talked about that. Yeah, uh, but uh, yes, you we, finished it. I finished it. Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Yeah, Zero Dawn Horizon. Zero Dawn Horizon. Project Zero Dawn. <laughs> um, well done. I appreciate that game. Yeah. Uh, however. I was able to gain all the trophies, platinum that thing, in the first run. That yeah. being said, I don't see myself ever going back to that game. Well, no. They'll probably do DLC, though. Yeah. So, when that comes out. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll probably buy DLC. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's yeah. a good game. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they do do a sequel. Do do. They have to. They have to, yes. They have to. They, there is... Uh, they actually do the door open for sequel. Yeah. Um... Which I guess would make you explore more of the world rather than just um, the world that they give you. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see. So, yeah, we'll see. Okay, uh, Billboard. So, your Hot 100, your singles list this week um, didn't change a whole lot. I think just one mover and shaker. Number one single in the country is Still Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Number two is Bad and Bougie by Migos. Number three, moving up the list, is That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. Number four is I Don't Want to Live Forever, the Fifty Shades Starker song by Zayn and Taylor Swift. And then rounding up the top five, moving up out of nowhere, Love on the Brain by Rihanna, which is finally a single. It was one of the songs off of last year's Anti, and I guess it's getting enough radio play right now, for whatever reason. Really? Where that is now uh, number five on the list. Huh. Rihanna coming out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Uh, number, uh, your album list this week shook up, shook up, shook up. Your number one debuting at number one is, of course, Divide by Ed Sheeran. Ah, that thing, uh, from, that, that premiere? Yes, premiered on the album. Album, yes. List. It came out last week. Right. Um, number two, moving up, again, from kind of nowhere, after being absent from the top five for a few weeks after its release. Moana! No, Metallica's Hardwired to Self-Destruct, really? which came out earlier this year. Wow. Um, Shockers everywhere. Number three, 24 Karat Magic Bruno Mars. Number yeah. four, Future by Future. And number five, Hendrix by Future. So Future still uh, has two albums in the top five right now. Right. Probably until next week. Right. Um, as we noted actually last week, that Bruno Mars, or not Bruno Mars, that Future had both number one and two albums. Yes. 
in the country. Yep. Um, someone someone did some research and found out he's uh, one of ten artists to have a number one and number two album simultaneously. Okay. Uh, There's included the Beatles, Prince, Guns N' Roses, and Nelly. Yeah. And there's others in there. I want to note that Guns N' Roses is kind of cheating here because Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 were essentially one album. Ah. Uh, and they were just released on the same day as okay. two separate albums. All right. So, <laughs> not exactly fair there. Yes. But yes. And uh, really slow music news this week. Couldn't find a whole lot. Um, with that being said, Lord, uh, who did uh, her stint on SNL this past yep. weekend. Put out some music. Put out some new music, uh, including her uh, song Liability. Yes. The song with Jack Antonoff. Well, the whole album, the whole album is being is. produced by Jack Antonoff. Yes. 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 Um, so th- uh, her song Liability is out now. Her album Melodrama yes. will be due out in June 16th. It's exciting. Can't yep. wait for that thing. And lastly, there's a little bit of Taylor Swift. S- Rumors. S- rumor. So Taylor Swift, I guess, submitted a bunch of, or at least her people, submitted a bunch of trademark applications, including something called Swifties. And for a while, there was speculation on the internet about what that was. Um, initial rumors said that some, but some people think this may be for a streaming service. Exactly of what? We're not sure. It could be, you know, something for easy access of Taylor Swift videos, or it could be her discography or something. But uh, apparently the a follow-up story later said that whatever Swifties is, it's not that. However, there's still a possibility that she could also be doing that. So we'll see. Uh, who knows what it is, uh, but we'll probably find out at some point whenever Taylor is ready to tell us. Also, what the hell, Taylor? It's been a while uh, since 1989. I haven't heard anything about new music besides that. Fifty Shades song, so we'll be. It'll be interesting to see whenever she actually announces a new project. All right, and that'll do it for us. Yeah, that's probably it. I don't think I have anything. Oh, uh, you usually do uh, new releases. Whatever. Yeah. Music. Yeah, skip um, over that. We should probably do that. Yeah. Uh, live chat. Um, doctor saying, "Where's the pop art? Where's the pop art Mario bar? Not <laughs> pop art. Pop, pop up. up. Meaning it was only there for the weekend, and that was uh, it. Last weekend. Uh, yeah." Pop up Mario Bar, meaning they just they take out a random video in space, put it up, put it down. Wait, wait, you knew about this while we were in LA? No, I didn't know. Oh, about you didn't this. know until after. We were. After. Man, if we had only known, <laughs> we could have checked up, that out. They just do it randomly. Uh, I know. It's just a tweet that goes out to yeah. certain groups. We're open. Yes. Well, oh well. And uh, uh, let yeah. the, uh, according to the doctor, let the record reflect that you guys are kind of geek culture. Sure. Yeah. I mean, again, it's kind of the thing now. Yes. Like, it kind of replaced whatever was before it. <laughs> what was before it? Exactly. Rock culture? No. I, I don't even know. Technology, I guess? I mean, internet yeah, culture? I, I, you could blame the internet for it. Yeah. Um, new releases. All right, yeah. So music new releases. Coming out this week. Coming out this week, we have Adult with Detroit House Guests. Okay. Depeche Mode with a new album. Depeche Spirits. Uh, Real Estate. A yes. new album called well, In it, Mind. It's an EP. Okay. It's not a full album. Whatever. Uh, we <laughs> also have Pitbull. Pitbull? Yes, that Pitbull. Pitbull. With, with Climate Change. So if anyone asks you if Climate Change is, <laughs> is out it, there. Is, yes. Yes. Climate it's change a Pitbull a album. Yes. Climate Change is now a thing. 
You go to your house of representatives See, and, also, and bring them the CD what climate caused change. climate change? The answer is now Pitbull. <laughs> Pitbull is now a cause of climate change. He's always already has been, actually. And what else? Yes. Uh, we also have Rick Ross. Rather you than me. Okay. And lastly, Spoon. Yes. With Hot Thoughts. Yes, a new Spoon album. Yes, new Spoons. Cool. All right. Is that it? I believe that it might be it. That is it. We're at an hour. Cool. Doing right. on the dot. On the so, dot. yes, thank you for joining us here on the Media Boat Podcast. Oh, and yes. And if you are joining us for this one-hour intro, yes. we now have a surprise for you. All right. We're going to talk about this thing now. Okay. So, it is March. And with March, that means we have the madness. And as we talked about earlier, March Madness comes with this. Comes with it. The obsession with brackets. Not just basketball brackets, but brackets about literally anything you want. So when Mike suppo- like supposited or brought up to me... Suppository? <laughs> no, that's very different. P- posited, I guess Positively. is what I should um, the, the idea of us doing our own bracket, he asked me what we would do it for. And I had been staring at a spreadsheet at the time of a bunch of movies, specifically animated movies. And I said just off the cuff, we could do Disney movies. Because nobody's ever done Disney movies. <laughs> well, they probably exist, but yes, we're going to be ignorant of that. But if we're ignorant of that, we're going to do our own so debate. Specifically, Disney an- Disney's animated films, specifically, and I want to be as specific as possible here, in the animated film canon. That means that Disney Animation Studios release films that they've said themselves are part of the canon, which are a to- grand total of 56 films. Right. Now, this does not include Mary Poppins. Right. Um... Roger Rabbit and Nightmare—not Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. Anything that is stop motion. Those were in addition. Yes. To it. Anything stop motion. Anything that is uh, hybrid, live action, and and animation. Right. Is not counted here. Right. Because even though they worked on those films, they did not release them. Also, nothing Pixar counts here because it is a separate, completely as a separate studio. And was and is still treated as such even post the two thousand seven buyout. That being said, <laughs> we're also leaving out movies that are uh, considered compilations. So yeah, this was my, my decision. Um, they would have been eliminated anyways, but during World War II, from 1942 to 1945, Disney released only um, package films, uh, collections of shorts that they had already either released or were planning on releasing theatrically before other movies. Right. And so I eliminated those as well as the Fantasia movies. Right. The, these movies include Saludos Amigos, yes. The Three Caballeros, and, and, and Mr. Toad, Toad, and both Fantasia, Fantasia and Fantasia, Fantasia 2000. 2000. Even though <laughs> we both know that Fantasia and Fantasia 2000 are would wonderful be, films. They would rank. But they would rank normally. Seems unfair. But yeah. because they're not one single narrative through... The exception here is The Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh from 1977, which is technically a collection of shorts. Right. But because it tells a story about one thing, Winnie the Pooh, we're letting it slide. Right. <laughs> also helps fill out our bracket. Yes, also we couldn't eliminate it. Well, well, well I mean, we, well, could, we have. could have. It's just that but... we would have Bolt in it in this list if we didn't. Right. <laughs> yes, we, uh, which brings up the next elimination that we made. Yes, is we had to figure out how to rank Every, yes. or rather how to categorize everything right so we categorize things by Walt Disney made which, which anything Walt Disney himself had a 
hand in the production. Which would be from 1937 to 1967, because he died in 66. Right. Then we had a renaissance period. Well, well... Give or take. Give or take. Essentially, is that essentially we have post sixty seven. These are basically in chronological chronological order. Right. But post sixty seven, so we have the seventies, eighties, and early nineties. Right. And then we have what I consider nineties kids. Yeah. Lion King. Onward. Onward to, to uh, two thousand mid two thousands. Yeah, mid two thousands. Lilo and Stitch. I yeah. think was a lot where early, we cut it off. Yeah, I guess early two thousands. Right, where we cut it off. Yeah. And then we we have what's considered post. Uh, post Pixar, which is kind of being generous again. Yes, it's, it's, it's Pixar was ninety five. Essentially, the the bulk of the CG films. Right, bulk of the CG to, films to current day. Plus Princess and the Frog. Yeah, and, and Winnie the Pooh. The weird ones. Right. Okay. Because we felt that both uh, those two were better yeah. than both Meet the Robinsons and Home on the Range. Yeah, and this this a little. Yeah, this after the yeah we eliminated some of the ones that wouldn't 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 hang. Right. Uh, the bottom four of each of those if categories. If you're wondering what we actually eliminated, yes. here we go. And you'll see, like, yeah, that's definitely better movies in it and than what we're going to list right now. It wouldn't hang. No, no way. Those include Atlantis. Uh, the Lost Tre- Empire. Lost Empire. <laughs> Treasure Planet. Yeah. Dinosaur. Yeah. Brother Bear. Yeah. The Rescuers Down Under. Oliver and Company. Uh-huh. The Great Mouse Detective. Uh-huh. The Black Cauldron. Yeah. Sword in the Stone. Right. Now, these next three were hotly debated for the eighth seed. Yes. All right. So, we have Lady the Tramp. Yep. Alice in Wonderland and 101 Dalmatians were all hotly debated for the final slot. Tough cuts. In the Walt Disney category. Yes. However, after furious debating <laughs> between the two of us. Yes. We decided to cut Lady the Tramp because outside of the spaghetti scene. Nobody remembers anything that happens in that movie. Right. <laughs> Uh, as for 101 Dalmatians, anything outside of Cruella DeVille... Yeah, no one even remembers anything really that happened in that movie. Yes. <laughs> you basically know the basic plot of it, yeah. but outside of the song Cruella DeVille, you can't really hold that up. I should say this now, and we actually should have said this on the way in. This is going to be biased. We acknowledge that it's going to be biased. We are a, of a generation where the films that we saw growing up are going to be more... Uh, we're going to wait more heavily than the one than the ones beforehand. So if we tend to err towards releases after 1989, that is going to be our natural bias. That we be- apologize ahead of time, but then again, right. every but that being said, I have set up some rules. <laughs> yes. To where this is won't happen. Yeah, oh, by the way, we should have talked about why um, Alice in Wonderland before you cut me off didn't make it to the list. <laughs> saying I want to address that ahead of time. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, the reason we, we did not put Alice in Wonderland in this list is because it's a, it feels more like a bunch of shorts. I know, I wouldn't together. say that. It's just... Well, you have the Red Queen, and you have the Mad Hatter. Well, the, the, the works on which it is based are yes. also kind of all over the place. Right. Which is part of the point. Um, but also, I just think that, that it's... Again, it just doesn't hang. Like, if you just start comparing it one-to-one with the others on this list that we kept, it just, you can't keep it around. That's the ultimate thing. Right. Anyways. Anyways. So we do have some rules set up uh, just to make sure that we don't um, purposely throw them, uh, purposely let certain films into the top. Okay. That either should be, shouldn't be, 
or otherwise we just, I need, we need a debate. Them. Okay. And that'd be rule number one: you can't throw the match. Right. On purpose. Right. Like if I'm de- uh, if I'm debating Sleeping Beauty or uh, Sleeping Beauty, and you're debating Cinderella, and you want Sleeping Beauty in more than you want Cinderella, yeah. you cannot throw yeah. Cinderella under the bus. Right. You would still have to defend Cinderella. Right. You have to defend it on your own accord. Right. To the best of your ability. <laughs> yeah. And I know the best of your ability. The Fox and the Hound is on this list. Yes. So somebody's going to have to defend it. Yes. It will not be me. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> what? Right. You said it yourself that you like it. I know. Okay. Um, it sounds a good story. Uh, rule number two. Winner will not be decided by us. Okay. But rather we will have a third impartial judge. Okay. Uh, judging our arguments. Like, we, were, we were using impartial loose here. I think yes. The judges that we'd have would be partially impartial. <laughs> they would be partial because they probably have their own opinions. Too. Right. But we're asking them not to. Essentially right. We're asking them to, to, to base on the arguments we, we present. Yes. If they could so kindly judge without judgment. <laughs> Uh, rule number three. The position will be turned via coin flip. Okay. Meaning call it in the air, then you call what you want to argue for. Okay. All right? I think that's the only way we can get around <laughs> both of us trying to argue for the same thing. Yeah, that's fair. Like, we both want to argue for Beauty and the Beast, which I know you heavily want. Yeah. We both can't argue for it. We right. have to have someone argue the other side. Yeah, we have to, we have to do that. Right. Uh, this being said, uh, we actually have a uh, set of rounds. So the first round, uh, consisting of all 32 films, we will debate. We will be limited to talking about the story and the message alone. Okay. Meaning, what does the film say? All right? Right. And how does it say it? How does it say it? Yeah. Does it convey the message properly? And what's the, what's the kind of story it's trying to tell? Right. Uh, after that, round number two, 16 films, we're going to limit to its soundtrack and score. Basically, after the movie is over, are these songs still stuck in your head? How <laughs> much do they still resonate? All right. And whether or not they're songs that you want. The, the, the soundtrack being the extra length to the bulk of these movies yeah. extends. And this this is the round that will undo Tarzan. No, it won't. You say that, but, <laughs> I, but look at what it has to go up against. I'm going to say no. Well, I don't know yet, so we'll see. All right. Uh, round three, which will be consisting of eight films, will be limited to the affinity and reputation of the film. Meaning past, past theater, past box yeah. office. When you go to Disneyland or when you talk to anybody yeah. about these movies, what's their initial reaction? You can almost call this the legacy. Yes, the yeah, legacy edition. Like, yeah, is this something you're going to want to show your kids too? That's another good question. Right. Because like which, yeah, like basically the argument is which one it holds up. My, my kids are going to see all of these. Well, I, well, not all of them. Yes. <laughs> all the ones that we bracketed. There you go. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, that, okay, that makes yes. sense. And then uh, that will lead us into our fifth round uh, of doing both. Uh, we're going to rank these in order with a no limit, no holds barred. 
basically debate on how we're yeah. going to rank these next four. Got it. Uh, in the order of one, uh, one versus two, okay. and three versus four. Got it. Which means uh, round four is basically split up into dividing on what should be considered the top. Yeah. And then how we're going to rank it. <laughs> right. Uh, we will actually... Okay. Now, this sounds like a lot because this will, in fact, encompass nine episodes. Yeah. Well, technically ten because our tenth episode is going to be a wrap-up of what we think went wrong, what we think went well, <laughs> and just an overall... Uh, look back at the experience. That's sure. episode 10. But before we get to 10, we have to go through nine episodes of debating hotly yeah. yes. all these movies. Right. And just so these things don't run two hours a piece, <laughs> as we know it easily could. They could. Uh, we're we're going to be limiting these two rounds. Uh, those rules will be, ex the time limit rules, will be explained before each episode starts. And... Um, we will actually be broadcasting the first two rounds, podcast only. Right. Because the, that's six hours worth of content. Yeah. We can't stream that long. No. No. Um, you will get. You will be able to listen to all of this on uh, iTunes, on our podcast. Uh, find us. We will be posting them uh, on a scheduled release. That being the sixth uh, every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday. You will get a new um, hour-long discussion. We will still record regularly on Wednesdays. Yep. That will not change. Right. You'll just get a bunch of us this month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we're going long, hard, and strong on this. Yeah, we are. This whole tournament <laughs> thing. And so is that guy. Woo! Woo! <laughs> um, yep. Okay. Uh, this means that we will actually wrap this up on April 3rd, the day of the NCAA Finals. Well, that fits, that, that fits then, yep, doesn't so it? So if you're not into watching that, you can listen to us. Yay! Yay! Cool. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, we will try and do a video for the, the finals. Sure. Uh, three rounds, maybe. Well, we'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll just do the, the final two or maybe the final two. We'll see how that, that um, translates. Because doing a video, just sitting here talking for a long time, can get very... Yeah. Punchy. <laughs> punchy. Punchy. Okay. All right. That being said, do you want to go through these rankings since we have, uh, like, 15 minutes? Sure. All right. So, in the Walt Disney category. Yes. Starting at the bottom... Your eighth seed yep. um, is weighing in at two tons. <laughs> Come on. Weighing in at two tons. And floppy ears is Dumbo. Yep. Uh, no, uh, I can't do this for every single no, one. You no, you can't. You really can't. No. Uh, ranked seventh, <laughs> is, uh, we have ranked here, is The Jungle Book. Mm -hmm. At six, Sleeping Beauty. At five, Peter Pan. Four, Pinocchio. Three, Cinderella. Your number two seed is Bambi. Which means, going into Walt Disney's category, your number one seed in film is the film that started it all. Yep. 
Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Because it has to be. It has to be. It has to be number one. It started everything. Yeah. Even though its story may not hold up, <laughs> it started everything. It has yep. a strong affinity. It has a strong music selection. Yeah. It has to be number one. Yeah, it has to be. In this seat. In this yes. section. In this section. Say. It has to be number one. Okay. Moving on to our... our renaissance era. <laughs> At number eight, we have Robin Hood. Seventh, the Aristocats. Yes. Six, the Rescuers. Five, the Fox and the Hound. Four, Winnie the Pooh. All right, sorry, the many adventures of the Winnie the Pooh. Many adventures away. We have to differentiate. Yes. Which means three, two, and one are from the 90s. Yes. With three being Aladdin, two being The Little Mermaid, and your number one movie, Beauty and the Beast. Right. For the sole reason, it was the only one nominated yes. for an Academy Award for Best Picture. Also, it's, it's the best. <laughs> also, it should I win. Make it so also, it will win this bracket. I would make it so you have to debate Robin Hood in this. Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't like Robin Hood. I know, but you have to debate for it. Also, if I, also, if, if depending, I actually might depending on what I get, I might actually have to, have to rewatch some of these. Yeah, there's a lot I don't remember, and we're gonna have to come up with pretty creative ways to watch some of these. What do you mean? Because not all of them are readily available. Right. So unless we want to go on a Blu-ray buying binge, <laughs> um, we're going to have to work to rewatch some of these before we have these discussions. Yeah. But we should rewatch some of these if available before we have okay. these discussions. That's my opinion. All right. Anyways. Anyways. Um, now we get to the '90s kids, and where Disney was cranking out a movie every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have at eight, The Emperor's New Groove. It's just sneaking in there. Yep. Uh, seven, Tarzan. So low because you want it so low. <laughs> yes. I would put this thing higher, but you doesn't belong. It so low. <laughs> At number six, Hercules. <laughs> what was that? Uh, nothing. Okay. At number five, Lilo and Stitch. Number four, for the sole purpose of you wanting this up here, that's yes. high. Yes. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. That's where it belongs. And it will lose to Lilo and Stitch. No, it won't. We'll it see. It will lose. We will see, actually. We will see. I don't know if it won't. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, number three is Mulan. Yes. Number two, Pocahontas, mm-hmm. which means your number one movie coming out yep. of the 90s, the box office juggernaut itself, The Lion King. Yep. For the sole reason of being number one, the fact that it does hold the record of being over a billion dollars in box office revenue. Well, with adjustments. With it, 30 inflation. Yes. Yeah, with, with, the, with adjustments. If you do not adjust, it is right under a billion at 970-something. Right. But with the... Th- we released 3D re-release that right. happened a couple of years Pushed ago. Pushed it over. Pushed it over the billion dollars. At least in modern dollars. Right. But yes, it's uh, it's on there. But not only is it on there because of that, but it's on there because it basically took the concept of the Renaissance and actually made it matter because you didn't have just like, oh, here's a few movies, you know. It's like you had another movie where it's like, oh, wow, they're not kidding. This thing is going to do really well and it reviewed really well. Mm-hmm. It, like, re- it like kicked it up. Right. They would never, however, they would never replicate a success. Uh, Until Frozen. Yes. 
but we'll get there. That being said, we move into our post-Pixar yeah. bracket. Right. We're at number eight. We have, once again, Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Well, it's Winnie the Pooh. Yes, Winnie the Pooh, 2011. Yes, 2011. <laughs> In parentheses. That's how you would refer to it. I refer Winnie to it as the counter-programming that came out the same day yes. as Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Yes. Also, the least uh, made the least money on this list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, once again, one up against Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. All right. Uh, number seven, rank seven, uh, is Big Hero 6. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Rank six, however, yes. is Wreck-It Ralph. Ah. Uh, at five, we have the last animated, well, second to last animated, last animated Disney princess. Yes. The Princess and the Frog. Right. Hand-drawn. Yes. Traditionally animated. Yep. Which means your top four yes. are going to be your most newest releases. Your most newest. Most newest. That would be <laughs> Zootopia at four, Tangled at three. Frozen at two, right? And our pick, <laughs> yes, for, for our very very personal pick, yes, at number one, at number one, because we both picked it as our yes. movie of the year last year. Yes, Moana. I mean, I I, I kind of I'm okay with it at this very moment, but I wonder in like five years we're gonna agree. Right. I still think though I thought about it, and I still think it's a better movie. I think overall than Frozen. Obviously, Frozen will have the will have will have the advantage here in the legacy. We'll have the advantage, not only yeah. the legacy, but also in the soundtrack and the. No, uh, I don't think it has the advantage in the soundtrack. It has one good. I'm gonna say it right here. Frozen has one good song. Snow, summertime. No, the rest are okay, but Frozen has one good song. Okay. However, Moana has like three. Right. So, I think that overall, I think Moana's soundtrack actually beats. But we'll have that conversation at some. Yes, we're we're. we're <laughs> We're pretty sure it's going to go yeah. pretty deep here. We'll talk about all of those things. Yes. But, but yes, I'm putting so, it out there for this why it's yep. number one here. Yep. So to wrap it up, our number one seeds are Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, The Lion King, and Moana. Yes. Those are be our top seeds heading into this bracket challenge. Stuff. Dude, just even arguing those I know, four. just even <laughs> talking about that. Yeah, sounds. just talk about those four and I mean, considered the best. In my movie. personal opinion, one of those doesn't belong, but that's just me. Is it the Lion King? It's the Lion King. But that's, again, I know that that's an unpo- unpopular opinion. I know it's an unpopular opinion. It's a really unpopular opinion, but I'm okay with that. Well, good thing you have to debate me against <laughs> yes. all this, okay? Right. And you know how well I can, I can yes. twist everything. So we'll see how this ends up. Well, we'll see. Moving on. Uh, you can listen to it, too. You can. Yes. I'll iTunes. Right. Follow us on iTunes. Uh, so here's what I'll do the spiel, I guess. Yep, yep, uh, I'll wrap it up right here. Please go to iTunes and uh, subscribe to our podcast. We'll have all the audio, audio installments of this as well as audio installments of our weekly podcast. Leave us reviews. Tell us some feedback. Whatever you want to do. Leave us some stars. I don't know. Um, you can find our episodes also on Podbean. You can also uh, see our live streams, uh, our weekly streams on um, our YouTube channel, as usual. Uh, and you can find us on media social media as um, Media Boat podcast on facebook and media Boatcast on twitter we will see you when we see you whether you're listening to one of our audio well, shows or live on wednesday i'm guessing one of our judges is automatically have to bow out uh-huh. of one of the categories okay as moana screaming yes is already a favorite of one of them <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see how far it'll go we'll see ha <laughs> ha
honey. In the, in the upcoming <laughs> tournament. Uh, for that, we are Beauty Boat Podcast. Yes. I am Mike. He is Matt. We will see you. You wrapped us up already. Yep. And we're going to wrap this up here on our podcast. I'm going to look at Blu-ray prices on Amazon. Bye. Bye. Bye.